Welcome to the Teach Starter Podcast, where teaching inspiration begins. At Teach Starter, we help teachers and their students have more of those amazing aha moments in the classroom. We think teaching is the best job in the world, and we're here to help you thrive, teachers. Let's do this. Hello, welcome to the Teach Starter Podcast. Happy Monday. I'm Bron and I'm here with Jill. How are you, Jill? Good, Bron. How are you? Good. It's so good to be back in the studio with you. I know. It's nice. We can look at each other. Yep. Don't stare into my eyes. You're making Sorry. it weird. Sorry. Did, did I make it weird? <laughs> I, I have a habit of doing that. I'm very good at making things weird. Um, yeah, so it's, we've just had school holidays. Mm-hmm. We've had some, um, unfortunately, we've had some COVID outbreaks mm-hmm. around the eastern states of our country. Things have been very disrupted, but we are back. So um, thank you for bearing with us over that time, teachers, and we hope that you had a lovely little break in the middle and enjoyed your holidays a little bit, even if they were a bit different than you had planned. I'm sure a lot of people's plans were thwarted from uh, restrictions and stuff. But yeah, today we're going to talk about something that's really interesting to me, but I don't know a lot about, and you're going to share with us something that is maybe a new trend that we might hmm. start seeing in schools? Well, I'm hearing it a bit more. So a, a very good friend of mine is a deputy principal at a school here in Brisbane. And we caught up and we're talking and she was telling me that their school is moving to having all composite classes. All composites? Yes. Completely composite? Well, not one, two yet. No. But they have moved all their three fours yep. to be composite and all their five six. To right. be and then I know you were saying to me that there was different language mm. there. You know, we said composite for a while and then changed. Multi-age and... they were called for a while. Yes. So w- what we're talking about basically is, you know, when you have two defined age groups of students mm-hmm. in one class and then the teacher differentiates to the abilities of the different students. And they've been around forever. Like in the 90s, composites were super common. I was in probably two or three composite classes in my childhood. Were you ever in one? Not that I can remember. All oh, right. No, I can't. And do you know what? I never taught one because no. it would always be, and I don't know if you were the same, but yep. like, you know, it had come out at the end of the year and they'd be like, we're going to have like a three, four composite. It would literally be like, look anywhere, but at the principal yep. or whoever Don't make that. creepy eye contact like, like I do. I, I do not want it. I do not want it. <laughs> because it was always like that scary. Yeah. I don't know if, if you were the same, but it was always, it was sold as this, well, you're going to, you'll be doing like two. Lots of planning. Lots of planning. Two lots of two, assessing. Exactly. And it always felt like it was that, you know, the grade threes sit over that side of the room and the grade fours sit on that side yeah, of the room. Yeah, that's how you, I remember But it you go to assembly school. together, but then you, yeah. were, you were still separate. And I, I'm not saying that all schools or all classes were like that, but that was sort of my experience of it and that was sort of how it was told. Mm. Um, it was sold as a, you, yeah. you will do extra. And I think that was the traditional way of doing it. And so I think there was this perception of it's a lot of hard work to teach a composite. I was super lucky because I was a prep teacher and I think back then prep was quite new yeah. and they were quite reluctant to put a prep in one. But having said that, I know of teachers in country schools or small mm, schools. That's true. What yeah. about one teacher schools where you've yes. got a, dep- a principal or an admin and you and yep. you split the grades between you. Yeah. Um, so multi-age learning is is not a new thing by any means. But no. this is quite surprising that this whole school has gone down this yeah. path. And and I have since heard of other schools who are starting to do the same thing. But mm-hmm. and you know, with it does come a little bit of um, I suppose, worry or uh, a need Hesitance. to understand from parents yeah, who are sort of saying, yeah. Well, how does the, how does this work for my child? Particularly mm. I think they feel if uh, from what I hear, if their child is in the older yep. year level, will they not 
do will they do work they've already done mm. or if the children are in the lower year will that be too hard yeah and um, or is my child a smart child because well, they're in the lower group well, and that's they're in a right higher as well class. so yeah. it used to be uh, and schools that I've been at well at as well it was like you know you took the top kids from mm. grade 3 and some of the mm-hmm. you know for lack of a better word maybe those that are that are not um, at the at the year 4 level and you put them together yes to bridge that kind and, of ability yeah and, and then so that, you're teaching I guess it kind of makes sense because you're teaching the you're teaching to that group mm. but when we are you know always thinking about incorporating um, differentiation into our practice then we kind of have to be able to do that even yeah. in a straight year three or year four class oh you're gonna course. have kids like on every level yeah. so yeah I'm not sure that that's actually how it's done anymore I definitely remember that was the thing when I was going yeah. through school myself but I think that now it's kind of a bit more um well there's a huge turn away from ability grouping especially since COVID like mm. I know that returning back to school and this Um, There's a lot of talk about learning loss and the impacts on students. And so they're saying once we reassess them to gauge where they're at, it's really important not to box them in and put them into categories or ability groupings. Yeah. Of course, that's your choice as a teacher or or a school, what you're going to do. But yeah. So... Why did they decide to do this at this school? Well, they had... um, So she was telling me they had three classes of uh, complex year fives and two oversized uh, classes, uh, complex year six. Mm-hmm. So it was, it just wasn't working for them. They right. were really struggling. They had the two really large year six classes yep. and three year five classes that were quite complex yeah. relationships within them. Right. So, so, so are we talking like um, behavior management kind yeah. of things? Yeah. 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 And yeah. social and emotional learning? Yeah. 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 So what they decided to do was <laughs> change it to be five Five six classes. Wow. Yeah. So they Whoa. just they just made the change and went. You know <laughs> yep. what? This isn't working for us. Yep. We're going to shake it right up. And That's amazing. Make a change. And you know, I guess they were, the thought could be as well that you know things have been a bit all over the shop lately. Anyway, anyway. let's try something new. But <laughs> kids are very resilient well, at the moment. <laughs> you know, they are really, really loving it. Yeah. They and I was like, I said, you know, what do the teachers think though? Were they all yeah. a bit more? She said. They love it. Mm-hmm. So what they what it's done is it has reduced the complexity across the board with the, being able to do the different groupings. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also said that the teachers have come together as a really solid team. Mm. So each teacher takes responsibility for a learning area and yep. plans for the whole team. Mm-hmm. Um, it's collaboration still occurs. You know, if, if I'm really passionate about maths, but I'm not planning. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm still part of the yes. planning. And yep. I'm going to mm-hmm. teach it, so I have to be involved. But you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You you take control of one area, and she has said that this has just reduced the teacher's workload drastically. This is amazing. Doesn't that make sense? It totally does, and like it seems like such a huge change to enact and to do that all in one big whack and just I guess bite the bullet and do it. Mm. But it sounds like it's been a really positive, amazing change and they're not going to look back really yeah. and they're, they're not going to because they're no. now using this to replicate well they've they? now dropped it down and they've done the same for three four in so the school cool. because it worked so well for the yeah. five six so then um she's also said that has really reduced behaviors because um the staff have been able to take responsibility for the whole cohort mm-hmm. and they set really high expectations as you know for the school leaders yeah and you know like the year sixes in the yes. class are, are your modeling for the year fives like that behavior and yep. um she said that has really improved as well oh, across the senior school yeah I, um 
you know, what All a great these impacts outcome. that they might not have actually considered. They were just, they were thinking kind of at yeah. the beginning of, of certain things and then these have been incidental things that have come yep. up. What else? So well, she's also said, I've got my notes here because I was yeah. like scribbling down. <laughs> what else? What else? Um, <laughs> so I'm like. improved academics. Mm-hmm. So she's saying that um, teachers get an opportunity to plan engaging and authentic lessons because they're planning one Yep. Learning area. Yes. So you think as the science, you're like planning the whole of science. Yep. You have an opportunity to sit down, really mm. look at what they're going to be doing, mm-hmm. come up with a plan. Yep. The other things are going to be taken care of for you. Yep. So your your English, yes, you still have to make it your own. Of course, there's going yep. to be things where you might go, actually, I wouldn't do it that way. Yeah. But the planning has been done for me and I can tweak it to be right for my room. Mm. But... They have, in the year five, six, they have different teachers for science, HASS. Um, Amazing. That's almost like having a specialist come in. Well, so they're building skills for like transitioning to high school. And they're managing, they're learning those expectations of the different teachers as well, which is going to happen when they go to high school. So what they do is they move for HASS science and and one teacher takes that from the cohort. Yeah. Because then that is what they've planned. Yes. But it's really bringing in that, you know, getting ready to transition, That's move perfect. around. The way that you are, are in our classroom is the way I expect you to be in that yeah. classroom. You know, we're all the same in the same team here. Five, yep. six is a team. Yep. And we're all on the same page. Um, she said it's really brought the team of teachers together. Yes. They're like a really strong team yes now. that's amazing that's yeah. so good and I think that like that high school preparation is so important for all kids in upper primary school but particularly kids who struggle with behavior behavioral issues or emotional regulation mm. or social learning because the timetabling the shuffling around and you yeah. know how overwhelming it is when you start high school and we were a year older than these kids are mm. now starting high school it's full on. And mm. so having a little taste of that with people that they're comfortable with and have relationships with and educators yep. who they know. And then, yeah, like you were saying, the teachers, vice versa, they, yep. they know every student in the cohort mm-hmm. for a, quite a big school. Yep. They know everybody. And I think that that comes with some accountability for the students. They know, okay, I have a relationship with this teacher. It's mm. not just someone coming in and doing half an hour a week or whatever with me. Yep. Um, and they have that sort of yeah, level or standard mm. to maintain. But even that, you know, when you, they have to move and go to a different classroom yeah. or whatever, like how would it be you get and go, you, what do you mean you didn't bring a pencil? What yeah. do you mean you didn't bring your book? Yeah. What do you, so it's learning that you're, you have to get yourself organized to come ready to do this. Yep. Um, make sure you've got everything you need. You know, that's such a, a yeah. step up for it them. But still in that, as you're saying, that environment where they know Mm. it, they know the rooms, they know the teachers, if they've been there for many years as well, they've probably, you know, been in that room before or what. Yeah. Um, it gives them an opportunity to test out those things and learn and go, yeah. oh, I didn't bring a pencil. Like- yeah, and, and not be, and exactly, and not have such severe consequences that they might have further on. I'm not saying that in high school it's a dog-eat-dog world, yeah. exactly, but it kind of is. And if you don't know the teacher, that's not a good first impression to make. But yeah. I think that it's almost scaffolding them and and allowing them to grow at a, a really slow rate for that last couple mm. of years of high school and then build on that when they get to secondary school. These kids, I think, are going to be amazing when they get to high school. Well, I just, you know, I was talking to her and I just said, like, this is a case study to see how this actually works and what worked for you and what didn't, what could be changed, what would you do differently. And I said to her, um, I was just a bit like, you know, what do you think? Would you consider it for one, two to Mm -hmm. go across the whole school or do you think it's better suited to the middle years years upper sort Mm -hmm. of thing? 
she said they would consider it. Yeah. But it's something that they, they're going to work on, yes. you know, across the school yeah. and then looking at that lower years to make sure it is right for those students. It could yeah. be um, something that they do do. And she said, look, if, if they got the teams in order and mm-hmm. were able to set it up, yes, but not 100% sure at this stage. So that's, But that's really interesting as well to yeah. go, okay, let's see how it goes with mm. our students who are middle, upper. Yeah. Um, and can that filter down or not? And if we don't think it can, that's okay. Yeah, right, exactly. The rest you of our school can be yeah. like this and mm-hmm. then three, four, that's how what they move into. And they know, like those little ones and their parents and their families are going to know this is how, how our system is mm-hmm. and when we get to this grade, we're going to be doing this. And if they do decide to roll it out for those early years um, classes mm. – they're already going to have a working model, like well, you yeah. said, a case a study yeah. for how it works and how yeah. it operates. How do yeah. they go? Did she say anything about how they go when they have to get a TRS, like when they have to get a supply teacher in? No. Do you know, I didn't ask that, but I guess if you think about it, it really shouldn't be that different I because don't think if so. the planning has been done yeah. and that and you're just replacing yeah. the English or, yes. you know, for the day, yeah. that's what you're doing. And, or, there would be other things that you do with your, your class as well. But, yeah. I mean, really, it should be just the same. Exactly. And I think supply teachers or relief teachers are inherently flexible. So they walk into mm. a different learning environment and, you know, you don't actually know what you're – if it's oh. a new school to you, yeah. it's a completely new, fresh context. Every different class you go into in every different school is yeah. has its own – challenges and so that's something that they're really good at doing but no I just because I used to be a supply teacher and I thought imagine if like I just feel like imagine walking into there and being like oh my gosh um I have to tell all the other schools about this well how interesting (laughs) though and yeah that's what I said to her like this is this could be a case study of Mm. looking going how is this working yeah does it work for other schools in your area as Mm. well like could they be coming in and seeing what you're doing and going okay this could work for us this could help with our our class structure and you know having those two oversized grade sixes like I had an oversized grade seven class. In the end, I had 32. Oh, the worst. And we didn't even fit in the room. No, like no. Uh, getting through the desks, I would be like, you know, trying to shuffle through. And, mm. and they're big kids. They take up a lot they, of space. They take up more space. Seven. Exactly. <laughs> so then um, being able to even just reduce that. Yes. So beneficial. But then making the, the teaching team bigger. So instead of just two grade six, now you've mm. got five teachers together working as a team. Yeah. That is reducing the workload. It's completely changed that ratio. Yeah. And, and it's I made that's, the t- it's what made a game changer. It's opened up that communication. Mm. I know some t- sometimes we hear from teachers if they only have one teaching partner or if they're the only teacher on yeah. their level, how isolating that is. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's so many benefits that have come from this, it sounds like. So, yeah, thank you for sharing with us and thank you to your lovely friend. Uh, yes, I will say thank you because, yeah, I, I was picking her brain. I was even a bit like, let's, you know, talk about this again later and see how it's still going. For sure. Give us an update. Updates, yeah. What else has come out of it? And, you know, they're just looking at data and mm. things now as well. Like how amazing to be able to go, okay, we've had a reduction in um, behaviour incidents by this percentage. We've had uh, academic gains here. Like being able so to have great. that data. So if I can get some data. Yeah. We'll come we'll back to you. We'll come it. back and let you know how they're going. <laughs> Tell us about uh, composite classes in your school. How do they work? How do multi-age classes work? Have you heard of different structures to the mm. traditional class setup that are, are really just super beneficial to your school's context? So yeah. you can write to us at podcast at teacherstarter.com or you can also hit us up at the Teacher Talk Facebook group, which is a brand new Facebook group, and you can find that on Facebook. So yeah, we'll see you over to there. Hear. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great week, teachers. Bye. Did you know that our entire collection of over 300 Teach Starter podcast episodes are available on Spotify? Join us there and follow Teach Starter.